and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week. Um, again, an international break is sort of in between all the, the progress that we had against Hibs. Something in the middle, um, here to ruin our couple of weeks, but we've tried our best to uh, think of something to incorporate in today's episode, and that will be rating the full squad so far this season out of 10, because <clears throat> if we'd done it last season, it would have been easy to just give everybody high scores yeah. across the board that wouldn't be much variety in it but there's been a lot said this season about a lot of players so it'll be interesting to see how we feel um, players have done so far uh, this season we'll obviously talk about the Hearts game coming up um, at, at the weekend as well because that can't come quick enough now um, but firstly we'll start off with um, the international break um, never a, a happy experience it's always a slog but it's nice to see our players um, actually performing uh, for their countries. Uh, first off, Yanis Hadji, um, just leaving Rudiger for dead. Uh, and what a, what a solo goal um, it was to put Romania 1-0 up, sadly losing the game. But again, impressing every single time you see him. Uh, Hadji, and it's going to just put millions on his, uh, on his price tag now. The dollars, big dollars, big euros, big stacks. That's what's coming with Yanis. All right, this guy. <laughs> Top notch. Even though they lost the game, the only thing people are talking about is that goal. Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi man. He's a Walkers man. I'm was he Gillette and all. He's got all the no, sponsors. Come on, Jack. Next question: Why was he not modelling every single top? Why is there not billboards with Yanis on? In the city, come on. The more fans we would get. I know he's he should be like the the front runner. Um, just to model everything that we do. Because, I mean, how, how much traction are you going to get for that? Um, but, as I said, it's going to put a couple more million on his, uh, on his value. It's going against a team at like Germany as well. But they're a really good side out. Uh, Rudiger, one of the probably the better centre-halves in, in the Prem as well. And and he's done that. I mean, I'm happy for the guy scoring his country because we know where he was. Um, maybe last year where he was, he just demoted himself down to the younger squad because he didn't feel that he could handle the main squad at the time. He's there, he's scoring goals against a World Cup winning team. Um, so, aye, prop, props to Hadji and hopefully he can take it into the weekend for us. Um, and next one then, Leon Balogun. Uh, obviously, he scored as well. I mean, ice cool. Well, I was expecting oh, Leon Balogun scored against uh, for Nigeria, that it's going to be a, a header or something like that. I mean, the way he takes it down and controls it. Like, I seen a tweet, it was like, he's definitely been getting Taught off uh, Jermaine Defoe, right? <laughs> Where I finish like that. Listen, I finish like that. We need to be using that, I think, for the rest of the season. Balls into the box, try and get it on his feet. What a strike that was, honestly. Did he not come off injured? Um, did he... Aye, that, that's the, the that's sad part of That's the only downfall. I was like, he scored a brilliant goal like that and then he gets injured. This is why I hate international breaks when we're just starting to turn it up a bit. But no, I'm proud for the boy. I'm proud for also Calvin Bassey. Got to mm-hmm. go out there. <clears throat> Represent his country as well. I seen they made him sing and all. So nah, he had his initiation. He was just in the squad. Hopefully, he'll feel feel home now. I don't know if he actually got any minutes for Nigeria. Yeah. I don't know if they have another game either. But um, even if he didn't, it's going to be a good experience for him. And it's always nice having if you're a young player, you get Balogun and Aribo there um, with him as well for the same country. So nice connection with the Nigerians at the club. Um, and then Fashion Sakala as well. Zambia missing out though on the on the victory one each ended up, um, but again another great great goal took it really well, um, and I'm just I'm wanting to see more of this guy in a Rangers shirt because uh, it seems every sort of game any sort of sub appearance he gets he's he's grown in confidence and it's just going to be a matter of time before he starts banging them in. Uh, that's that's personally how I feel and it's obviously nice to see him get a goal in international duty. A year to a goal yet again. All the players are scoring Belter's goals for me. Coming out for the, the wide position, running all the way in and hitting it. Yelter. And as I said, for me, he's not a forward. He's a, he's a wide player. Use use that pace. He seems to have the skill there as well. And it's somebody me and you do want to see get more minutes in the jersey. Hopefully he's in the Hearts team. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully. I ho- hope so. Because we never know what's going to happen with injuries, COVID now. Like, we just sort of keep our fingers crossed to see if everybody will come back all right. We know Balogun went down with an injury. But I heard he walked off the pitch, so it could be sort of just a precaution. We never know, but we can't lose him. We'll talk about that more in the in the Hearts preview. But 
Um, the other players in that national duty, Roof, um, didn't have the best time with Jamaica. Nothing each they drew last night, 2 nothing defeat uh, to the USA as well. So no great for him. He came off the bench in the USA game. Um, but again, nice to see him get more caps for Jamaica. Um, and then who else have we got? Scotland, Nathan Patterson, uh, starting mm. the game. Um, had a bit of back and forth with, with some people on Twitter. <laughs> Just not rating the guy, and I don't understand why. Like I've seen many tweets about what does Nathan Patterson offer that Stephen O'Donnell doesn't. And let me just say that name again, Stephen O'Donnell. What does what does he offer that Nathan Patterson? They're like completely different players. Stephen O'Donnell's what twenty nine now, captain in Motherwell, and he's as I said, he's at Motherwell for a reason. Patterson's nineteen already, the best in his position in the country. Um, so just a non-argument for me started the game which I felt right decision Steve Clark actually done um, and Scotland ended up winning the game limbs at the end obviously with McTominay scoring gets a big victory but what was your thoughts obviously but we are Scottish what was your thoughts on the game on the game um, yeah today I go for Israel um, Drizzy Drake putting the ball in the net <laughs> a different phase album um, but no it was good to see Drake get a goal I, no, I mean, I didn't really care, to be honest with you. I lost to all hope with the national team. They have Wally's like Stephen Naismith and that boy that was always at hearts with the long hair. Yeah. Team. But, but in terms of the players, I think we have to clash Billy Gilmore still as a Rangers player, I'm sorry, because what a yelter. That came from our academy. Just want to remind everyone that. Um, same with Nathan Parson as well. Taking runs into the actual box, looking to play the ball nicely through, not being negative with the ball like O'Donnell usually is. Um. Second half, it was all down to Billy Gilmore, really, wasn't it, to be honest with you? And they were on about the passion, the celebrations after it. I'll, I mean, you want to see real passion, you can go and see what Gerard and that were all like after winning against the Hibs. So that's real passion for me. I know that's the first time we've actually seen Steve Clark jump up. Um, no, which is all right. But I am not. I'm not really caring, mate, to be honest. I'm not. Uh, I know. It's, it's hard for me to get involved with even a last minute winner. I'm like, I don't know what it is with Scotland. I just can never seem to really get bothered about it. I was happy to see Patterson starting the game. Um, and that was my main focus, actually, watching the game. I was like, I want to see how, how he plays. First half, I didn't see much yet, but I heard they didn't have the best times out there. Uh, second half, though, um, he kind of grew into his own. I mean, you've got a 19-year-old right back, and that's sort of a crunch game for Scotland. And he's he's taking on the runs that he is. He's so confident in his play in the second half for me. Um and it's just an unbelievable player to watch. And he's only just going to get better and better. He is still a bit raw when I mean, he goes forward with his tackles or whatever like that. But he's only going to keep getting better and better. And he's already, as I said, the top right back in the country for me. But even even at over Tavernier for me, I think he's I think he's sensational. And uh, Nathan Patterson hopefully gets an hour run out um Faroe Islands. I would like to see Steve Clark again go with the strongest possible he could do because was there four more games left to this this group? Seconds a playoff, first is straight through, and I think Denmark are already sort of going to be the winners of the in of the group. So you're going to need to rely on a playoff, getting the most points you can. And I thought it was going to be <laughs> disaster central again with Israel. Like I just thought it was going to end up that way. Finally pulled something out of the bag, um, and hopefully Patterson again can shine uh, if he's chosen against Faroe Islands. Hopefully, listen up. As I say, I lost all hope with the national team after the Euros. I'm back. I just don't back the management, but when the boys are playing, I always get behind them, you know. Parson, as we say, we watched to see how Parson performs and how he's, how he's doing. Didn't have the best first half, um, but second half he was fantastic. Let's hope he does, but I've got a funny feeling, Jack, that uh, Stephen O'Donnell will probably come in for the Faroe Islands game, mate. No, well, we'll just need to wait and see. It's, it's, he might put it down here. It's, it's a weaker opposition, but... The way I look at it, if I was dealing with anything Scotland-wise, I'd be like, right, it's a must-win game again. You need to just go and play your best team. Because I, I, I would love to see Scotland just go and batter a team. Like, it rarely ever happens. Like, seems like the perfect opportunity to go and do that. But well, Both these both these games coming up are a, a perfect opportunity to get, for me, five goals in each game. Um, but I just, just with the history, and just no way how we do it. Tend to play well against the bigger teams and then teams we should be beating. We seem to somehow just lose a game. Obviously, we should go out there. I think we will do them, but at the same time, I'm I'm still aware. I know for previous that 
we are capable of a slip up in these two games that are coming up anyway. But be nice to see them get to a playoff, and obviously we'll back our nation if we get to a World Cup, of course. But we just prefer to watching the Rangers, Jack. It's just as simple exactly. as that. And that's the perfect transition into getting Rangers back at the end of the week here, Saturday. Hearts again, another top top game, two top sides again at Ibrox. Same sort of intensity is going to be. Um, like we, when we played Tibbs a couple of weeks ago, uh, there's going to be Hearts fans in the stadium this time, right enough, which yeah. is a good sign. I'm happy to see away fans back in, in Ibrox. But same sort of message is it has to be three points because if if we win, we we end up I think four clearly everybody. Which at this point in the season, even though the results sometimes haven't gone our way or whatever, like you, you will definitely take that if we can go and beat Hearts and Tibbs in the space of a couple of weeks, even though we aren't at top gear yet. But that's that second half against Tibbs, uh, it showed that we're nearly there. It shows if we keep on if we keep on going with that sort of style, we will get there. Um, obviously, need to be wary of Hearts. Had a really good start to the season, similar against Hibbs, where I don't think they've lost a game. Uh, in the league and I it's going to be one we'll need to be careful with Hearts possess a lot of quality I, th- I think they maybe do they have a better team than Hibs I don't know maybe similar they've got similar. obviously Barry, Mc- Barry McKay Andy Halliday Boy Suter Craig Halkett Craig Gordon uh, Benny Beningame who I'm a, a big admirer of um, <laughs> Ben Woodburn obviously on loan for Liverpool so they've got a really good side Hearts uh, can't underestimate them at all um, but what's your thoughts going into, into this game? It's a difficult game yet again as we said always is a difficult game when we play the teams for Edinburgh um, but I'm just I'm hoping that obviously there's still maybe one or two games for international duty to play them hoping there's no slip ups in terms of injuries or Covid and we can get everyone back in the door I think about the players who haven't been on international duty um, and I think about maybe it's a chance for them to show Gerard in the management, like, listen, give us a shout. But no, I'm just hoping we can get the three points yet again, mate. As you say, if we can go clear, I know it's performance wise, it's not been the best, but looking at the table, if we go four points clear about have you, then that's, that's what it's all about. That's about the business, Jack. As I told you, it's about winning the league again, making sure that we keep that in the bag and keep exactly the trophy where it belongs, sonny boy. I know we're at the top of the league you now. If we beat Hearts, of course, as I said, it's, it's going to be a big step forward for us. Um, I don't know who, who do Hibs, Hibs actually play Hibs play Dundee United at home so you never know what can happen there with them Selic obviously have eight Motherwell uh, which again two has two teams in the top six you're saying two all for that one two all I've got a funny feeling a funny feeling so we'll, we'll need to wait and see but it's hard to really pick like a, a team because obviously Balogun's injury now we don't know how serious it's going to be like we need to wait until all the other international games are over to really see who we've got available Gerard mm. obviously will come out on Friday speak about the current squad and that so we'll need to wait for that but as it is I'd, I'd be looking something similar to, to what we played against Hibs I, I really liked the way that front three worked in the second half uh, particularly and then even Roof as well when he came on I thought it worked really well um, midfield options of course Lundstrom I think he cemented his place in there I think he's 100% going to start the game um, Kamara obviously is away in international duty as well Aribo. so we're just hoping all these players come back available um, because again we need to have a strong team available to go beat Hearts but I'm, I'm behind the boys I think we can go and do it um, as I said it's, it's a massive game um, and I just can't wait to get it back now Saturday at Ibrox again and then we move on to is it Bronby? Bronby at home in Ibrox on Thursday. So, again, another big one. Uh, but we'll talk about that in next week's episode. But I just hopefully get the three points um, and get everyone out of the way. That's that's the main thing. That is absolutely the main thing. As we say all the time, it's just about getting three points. In Europe, let's start to pick up the performances in Europe and start getting the points on the board. Because, as I keep saying, I'd rather go out than go into the Conference League. Um, but no, main thing is the league title. Gonna be a difficult game, obviously. We excellent just players in the in the team. It'll be nice to see maybe some old faces. Obviously, happy birthday, Andy Halliday. Um, <laughs> but uh, aye, no, no, right. That, that's pretty much all we can really talk about the Hearts game around until it comes around. But um, obviously, looking forward to that one. Eh? Let's get into the main gravy, son. Let's get into what we're here for. Let's let's, aye, let's go. Let's go and do it then. Let's go and do it. We'll rate all the squad. That even includes your players like Robbie McCrory, Stephen Kelly, to what we've seen of them this season. 
Um, and we'll rate them out of 10 so far because, as we said at the start, it's, it might divide opinion on, on what we say here. So, first off, we'll start with the goalkeepers. Aye. Alan McGregor. I mean, that's a man who would have been getting 10s over the board past <laughs> couple of seasons for what he's done, but start of the season has been stop-start for him. Um, he's been in, he's been out. He's had COVID. Um, even when he's played, he's not been the sort of Alan McGregor we found to know and love. So... I think starting off with Al McGregor so far, I think I'm just going to go for a six this season so far. I just think he's been sort of above average, but I still feel there's much more to come for Al McGregor. Surely there has to be more to come. I know he's age and all that comes into it, but what do you think? I feel like I'm on strictly here going out with the sixes or the sevens, you know. Uh, no, it's got to be a six. I honestly, um, when I was watching uh, the game, um, for the last thing, mate. I honestly think he might have long COVID or something. I really do. I'm, I'm a bit worried about him, honestly. Where is the passion, the shouting, the aggression at his defenders? Where is the command? You know, I just, I'm a bit worried about him, but I'll give you, I've got to agree with you, mate. It's a six. Solid six so far this season. No. And then his uh, second man, then John McLaughlin. Obviously, maybe getting more starts than I would have thought this season so far. Um, but um, how many games he played this season? He's played four. Two clean sheets. Obviously, he's in the Scotland squad as well. Never really gets a game, but um, I John McLaughlin's he's done all right. I think uh, McLaughlin. I think he's maybe been a wee bit better than McGregor this year actually. Um, so I'm just going to give him one one above him. Game of seven. It's funny how great minds think alike, Jack. Because we're both going with a seven. Uh, maybe made one or two maybe mistakes, but overall, I think he's probably been the best keeper so far this season for us. And then the man who came in at a, a tough time for us, Robbie McCrory. He's maybe had one of the biggest sort of roles to play in the squad so far this season. I mean, if we didn't have him, like, what were we looking at at that time? Like, we played Celtic, we had to get through in the Europa League, and I mean, he's kept two clean sheets in both of the games, never really featured again. But for the two games he's played, I mean, I, don't, I really don't know. Because he was good in both the games, but can you rate him higher than the two keepers that play more than him? I don't know. I don't know if you can, maybe, uh, obviously because of the time period, let's not remember, they took a Randy Orton vicious kick to the head in the European game as well, that was a belter of a kick he no, took, no. but um, I just, I was worried about him, I thought he'd get, get told, I on you go, son, go back to the, the playground or something, because I was, where's, where's Robbie McCrory going, then we seen him on the bench till the thing, so I don't know if you could, maybe, maybe a seven, maybe the same as McLaughlin, maybe, but he has made big saves, obviously, we know how massive the old firm game is, but we maybe gave him a bit, more than just in that. I don't know. I'm going to stick with seven, Jack. I'll give him a seven. I, so far. I, I think you can rate him. See, for the, the magnitude of the two games that he came into, and he just never really looked phased by it, I think I, he, he done well in the both of the games. So I, I think I'll agree with you there. Seven, I think's fair. Um, moving on to the defence end, starting off, James Tavernier, captain oh. of the club. I mean, top player last year. I think nearly top goal scorer. Um Scoring the goal of the seasons, penalties away all the time. Hmm. But this season has been different for him because, again, he's been sort of out there, but Patterson's been the man everybody's calling for. Performances haven't been great. He's, his deliveries haven't been great from an attacking standpoint. Obviously, you get that goal for us against St. Johnson, which is a big one. But hmm. apart from that, like, he's been really average this season so far. Like, very, very average. I'm going to give him a five, actually. I think he's... Five straight down the middle. I just don't think he's been that good at all. We're not messing about when it comes to the defence, Jack. <clears throat> straight with a five. I think that's a, still a bit. I'm going to go with a six. I'll give him one more than you, to be honest with you. I honestly I think he's been dreadful at the start of the season uh, so far, anyway. I just think he's sometimes he can be quite negative, I feel like, as well. And no, he makes it onto the halfway line, then just gives it to Connor Golson, puts Connor Golson in danger. Whereas Patterson, as we see all the time, it's bombing forth. Maybe him and Haji, obviously, for the last game, weren't communicating that well, but they were both had the same goal in mind, and that was do something, create something, make sure that it was a positive output. Um, but uh, it's not been the best season. Obviously, it was a fantastic goal against St. Johnston, but apart from that, I can't think anything else he's done this season. Um, and he's one of them that I'm looking at with this international break that I hope when he comes back, because I do expect him to be starting Jack, I'm afraid to say it. I do expect him to start, and I'm hoping that the positive performances come, but so far it's a six for me, man. Aye, I think exactly what you said there. I hope the positive performances come, because it's been a total drop-off this season. 
Tavernier for I don't know why. Like, he should be living off the, the high last season and taking that into his performances this season, but um, for whatever like, reason, you know what it's just not happened. You know what everyone's going to say? It's because he's on Twitch, mate. It's because no. he's on. As soon as, he, as, soon as MD starts doing anything that isn't playing <laughs> football, I mean, I know like, that's what you get, but hopefully. Uh, performances look up and that's one I definitely do see starting against Arts. I agree with you there. Um, next one then, Connor Goldson, another one of the mainstays, Gerard's top boys. He's been out a couple of games this season. Um and it's it's been it's been nervy without him. Do you put it your rating down to that? Because when we have him we seem a lot more solid at the back. Um maybe at the start of the season as well before the window shut he he was a bit he was a bit dodgy. Dundee game, he was a bit dodgy. I think, but when we're no way him though, but we just were, were dangerous at the back. Um, he's just a calm, cool head. Plays every game for a reason when he's available. So uh, I think I'm going to give him a eight. Is that too high? That's too high. Seven mate, out of eight. I think a seven out of eight for Connor Goldson for me. I'm going with a seven anyway. I think I agree with you in terms of at the back when he's no there, it's it's missing something massive. It's his leadership. I think it's his overall presence in the defence. But you have to look at his lapse of concentration. I would say in, in certain games, especially as I said, Dundee away, that's when it stands out to me. But the thing for me is just the whole contract situation. I need to know you're committed. You've been fantastic. Okay, you've made mistakes then and there, but. You have, I have all the love in the world for the guy, do you know what I mean? Considering what he's gone through to come back to be a champion with our club, it's massive. I just want him to be more committed. But so far, I'm going to give him a seven anyway. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think he's... Has he been our best defender this season? Probably, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I just... Well, that's the man we're going to talk about next. Leon Balligan, who he's been partnered with. Um, probably, two of them maybe started more games with each other. Aye. Because obviously Simpsons came in for a couple. Um, Hollander obviously before he got injured as well was probably the first choice next to him but Balogun this season I agree we actually forgot all about his performances this, this year he's been he's been great he had a really dodgy start to the season as well in the Malmo games and stuff like, sort of a bit suspect for the goals but since then he sort of really kicked on he played out of position in the old firm game put in probably one of the best performances in the old firm game I've ever seen Um and then against Hibs, uh, if you home, he just he's always you're always going to get a six, seven, eight performance out of him. Um, so for me, I'm going to give him an eight. Actually, I think he has been our best defender. As I said before, Jack, great minds think alike, and you know, I think Leon Balgan's been our best defender so far this season. Pointing out the obvious, still for him game, but I just <clears throat> honestly, I really do think him and Connor Golson probably maybe. We know Hollander on the two of them are hanging, but I always class Hollander as Bambi on ice. That's the Johnston game was. His volume, mate. I think they two are probably our best two together. I like their partnership. I think the two of them are solid together. But overall, so far for me, it's he's been our best defender. As I say, I'm giving him an eight. It's an eight from me. I like yeah. your walls. It's a nice walls. And he's just he's a likable guy as well. Every interview you see in him, he's just so down to earth. He's like he's just a guy you want to see succeed at the club. And I'm really happy to go on the the year extension uh, for last year because even even last year coming into it like. Straight away, he was put into the, the first Aberdeen game of the season. For then on, you were like, right, Gerard really rates this guy to be a top defender for us. Uh, gave him the year and he's experiencing the fans and all that. And I think he's just loving life at Rangers. Um, and honestly, I I, I love watching him too. Uh, and he, and he, even at the after the for game, the press conference and that, he, he knows his role. He knows when Gerard's going to say to him, right, I need you for this game. Do you mind missing this game? He knows what, what's expected of him. And that's what I like as well, that's... I feel like that's Jermaine Defoe's sort of thing, me rubbing off on players as well. I love that about Defoe, where it's like, we need you for this game. Obviously, you're going to miss these games. Like Just knowing when, when you're needed at the club, that's what I like about him as well. He is a lovely guy, as you say, so more trophies to come, hopefully, if you're back again. No, hopefully, hopefully. Um, and then the next one, then Philip Alander, obviously out injured for, for months um, after, uh, what, what game did he even go off injured in? What game even was that? I was it no St Johnson game because Simpson came on after uh, it. Aye, um, so Hollander up until then, he's been he was good again though. Like, obviously, get the goal in the old firm game. He's always really a sort of a more solid defender. I think mm. um, when he's on form, I think he is the best aye, partner he's... for for Goldson when he's obviously fitting that. So 
I think due to his injury and all that, he's been missing for a while now. He's going to be missing for the foreseeable future. But then the old firm goal creeps into your head and you're like, um, do I rate him off of that alone? But I think, I think for what he's played so far, mm. I think he gets a seven, six or seven for me. I'm going to go with a seven again as well. Um, I remember Gerard saying it was with the Malmo game, it was a Champions League performance and all that thing, but kind of disagreed with that at the time. But no, I think so far, I think that old firm goal does just creep into your head, making you just go, do you know what, just give him a seven, to be honest. But I just hope when the guy comes back, hopefully he can get back to his best. But there's moments, as I say, why I call him Bambi on ice. He just slides about the place. It's like he's tackling John Cena, because nobody's there, you can't see it, you get it? No, I want to give him a seven, I think. Uh, I think that's fair enough. And hopefully, because our centre-backs are just going down by the minute, hopefully he's back quicker than, than we all hope. Um Aye, because he is a top defender. Like even going into maybe like the Leon game in that, like you maybe even a bit solid at the back with him and Steady Balogun at times. Like that's where they two sort of like Balogun is a top centre half, but I just feel like Hollander's that guy. Like if we're playing European competition, like he's he's going to shine. Aye, so he's got the experience level as we say with Marmo and <clears throat> no, I definitely think the quicker he's back, the better. So. Jack Simpson, um, a guy who has came to the club and no had the best start. Uh, I mean, you even think we've got no centre-halves going into a European game and he still picks Bassey over him. Like, he's not even in the European squad. Surely that has to say a lot about Jack Simpson. I think it does, mate, to be honest with you. I do feel sorry for the guy sometimes, to be honest with you. I do have a funny suspicion, Jack. I'm... I don't know if you'll, you'll hang me with this, but I do see that this guy's more likely going to end up in the MLS or something. I'm sorry, I just, that, as you're saying, that speaks volume. If he's picking Calvin Bassey ahead of somebody who's a natural left-sided centre-half, even picking some of the, the youth team before yeah. that, like Leon King as well. So who knows? Look, I, listen, I, I personally think we should just cut ties with the guy. If it's, if it's It seems like one of them that's not worked out, I'll be honest with you. I know he's still young in that, but... It just seems like maybe he's maybe it's done. I don't know, but I do feel like even with the position we're in, and he's still kind of like on the bench or anything. Like this is when you would hope somebody. Would, this is when you would hope he'd step up and he'd go right, cool. I'm going to slot Matt Five myself. Nobody really wanted to be in this position with the defence, and you're thinking right, Simpson isn't really going to play for us this year because of who's in front of him. They people are out injured and he still can't get in the team. Like you think if he gets in the team, he puts in a good run of games performances. I mean, he, he completely shifts the opinion on him. But mm. it's just it's never happened, and I don't know if it ever will happen. I mean, I'd love to see it happen because like it's Absolutely. he's obviously not had the best of starts, but I don't know, I just kinda see it. I think he for the games he's played as well, he played Dunfermline, it's kind of a no shot, five nothing, didn't really do anything in, in terms of a defensive game. He came on, obviously, to see out a 2-1 win against St. Johnson. He started the Motherwell game, and we obviously all seen that goal, um, where he sort of shot out the tackle. And I think that's really been at this season. He's played a couple of games, and for that, I think he just, it's a three. Uh, I, I think he, there is signs that there is something there. But for the for the minimum games he's played, like he's played three games this season, and one of them, he's looked shocking, and then the other two have kind of been like no shots. So, so you you're giving him a rating of three. I'm giving him a three out of ten. Yes, man, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But you've got to look at him. Like, what has he done? He want anything higher than that? I, I'm looking at him. I'm thinking that he's made. I think that's a bit. That's like dog in a dog, mate. That's. I I think he has been like the worst player this season. That. You think he's been the worst player this season? I think he's been up there, aye. He's only played, what, three games? I know, but you've got to take into account what he's done in those three games. I, I mean, he said, he, I mean that motherable one's despicable. The, the type aye. of defending you're doing for that ends up they score and that we, we drop two points. And then for never to be seen really again when we're, we need a centre-half, we've got one there, he kind of get into the team. Like for me, I don't know. I'll give him a five. A I'll five. give the guy a... That's the lowest I'm going on this, by the way. I ain't giving him the lower than that. I, I've, I've got a bit of respect for him. I'll give him a five. Oh, no, I've, I've got respect for him. As I said, I want to see him succeed. But I, 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 I that's just my, my feeling on him so far. 
It's out of 10, though. Look, ah, somebody could get a one. Who's going to get a one? I'm not saying MD will, but it's possible that you, you could think that. Way, but... well, listen, anyone that comes to the club, all the fans hope for them is that they succeed and they can handle it. For me, maybe it's a bit of mental when he can't handle the mental pressure up here. You have to, need to win every game. You must win every game. So, I don't know. As I say, I could see him in the MLS. I think he's that kind of defender. Yeah. Who knows? But, uh, I'll, I'll give him a five, mate. I'm not going to be that harsh on the boy. Well, next one then, I know it's going to be quite a high score for you then. Calvin Bassey. Um, he's, he's came into the squad. He's started probably maybe half the games this season. Let's see. He's played four in the Prem. Uh, this season, he obviously played away um, in, in Europe as well, started a couple of the cup games. Um, so, I Calvin Bassey's done really well this season. Um, I feel like he's just going to keep going on strength to strength, sort of nearly making that left back position his own uh, at times. So, I, I think Bassey so far gets an eight for me. I think he's been really, really good this season because he's my boy. I'm going to give him a nine. Um, yeah. No, I'll give him a I'm the same as you. It's an eight for me with Calvin. I think Calvin's been so far this season. I think he's been fantastic. Maybe one or two moments where you're like, back yourself, boy. You go in for that tackle. But I think he's been fantastic this season. I don't think you can argue with an eight so far. No, I think that's pretty fair enough. Um, and then Nathan Patterson now, um, my guy we, we love at the club. Um, but he's just not had the minutes that we all want just because of the position he's in. But for me, as I said, top right back in the country. Um, Hibs game, he was really good, I thought. Um, what other games he played this season? Livingston, the cup again, I thought he was good. Um, Alish Kerr, away from home he played. So <clears throat> more minutes for him is what I'm, I'm wanting um, going on the rest of the season. I think he's been good so far. So I think for me, with more games, I think he'll get up in the ratings wise for me but I think a seven is sort of fair for Patterson at the moment with the amount of games he's played Aye I'll go with a seven for Patterson as well mate I think the body, I mean you can't say anything bad about Patterson I'm sorry he should be probably <clears> playing more, more games as we're saying more minutes that would be nice um, after the break but we know how how Tavernier's the boy so um, aye I'll give him a seven so far Patterson Aye Aye, again, hopefully that, that bumps up <laughs> throughout uh, the season. Next on to the midfield, then Stephen Davis. Mm, um, you saw him maybe took a wee spell on the bench uh, for, for John Lundstrom recently, but has he been that good this season, Stephen Davis? I, I, th I think he has been. It's just, I don't think he's dropped just because he's playing poorly. I just think it's Lundstrom's playing like, really good at the moment. I don't, I don't think he's been dropped because he's been poor. Always know what you can get with Stephen Davis. Always a cool head. Um, always try to make stuff happen. He, even for deep line in midfield, scoring overhead kicks again in old firm games and that at thirty six. So, uh, take it out what you will. But I, I think Davis has sort of been similar. It's just sort of above average again this season for me. He gets a seven. I'll give him a seven as well. And I'm, if there's MD for me personally who deserves a wee, maybe a wee time on a bit better the bench, Stephen Davis just to relax the man, let his legs cool up. Um, there's nothing wrong with playing lunchroom and rotating the two of them. I don't, I don't feel like that. Um, but no, I think Stephen Davis has been, it's been consistent again this season so far. Anyway, but uh, seven's definitely fair for Davo. <clears throat> no, on to Scott Arfield then. Not really seen much game time this season so far. Um, and as we've we've talked throughout the episodes we've done this year, as at the end of Scott Arfield at Rangers, what's your thoughts? a fantastic servant to the club and um, I would probably say after this season maybe maybe it is time to let, let him go personally um, I mean I kind of think you're a top ping me you know what I mean I, I feel so, like you've went and gave Jack Simpson a three here I'm going to see what you're going to give Arfield here I'm going to go and just give an Arfield a five here because I've not really seen anything for Arfield I'm just going to give I'm going to give Arfield a four, uh, a the, four? Only, the only reason he gets more than Simpson is because he scored a goal <laughs> but, um, he scored a goal yeah. this season um, but again that's not his fault he's not had much games this season because of the oh, people yeah. in front of him like, they just are better than them now so I think there'll be a place for Arfield to play throughout the season um, but I, it's just he's not really had much games this season and when he's come on I don't feel he's done anything so guess that for you not my respect for the guy but he's, he's probably going to be one of the roles where you're wanting 
maybe one of the attacking take him on, he brings it off. We don't have these moaning about it, and I can yes. just see it. It's that way all the time, and all. Um, the next one, Ryan Jack in the list, obviously, we can't rate him. John Lundstrom, <clears throat> um, I think John Lundstrom for the start of the season would have got like a two or a three or something like that. <laughs> but the John Lundstrom that we've grown to know. Uh, over the past what, month or so, he's been phenomenal in every game he's played. So, mm. what are we rating this? Because like, he's been like absolute dire, but now he's like amazing. But how do you rate that guy on that? You go with a seven, it's fair. Just um, straight down the middle? Straight down the middle because the start of it hasn't been the best. But as we said, give him time and it's growing. It's hopefully going to get close heating up to the 10 mark, the 9 mark. But so far for me, I'll give John Lynch to my 7. I think he's been, he's been really fantastic, obviously, as we've seen in the last couple of performances. I know you're going to go high because it's it's what you do. So No, like, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> as I said, start of the season, I mean, he would have got like, a really low rating. But we've done it a you're good time. A it's, it's a difficult one to do. I'm going to give him a 7 as well, actually. Like, I'm going to, like... Just above a five now, like because he's obviously he's a five isn't like maybe you would have given him it like a few weeks ago, but since then I mean he's he's grown massively, um and he's just controlling the midfield every single time he plays, um for me seven so far, um and hopefully he just keeps on getting better and better, um next to him then Scott Wright, Scott Wright again at the start of the season I think we all thought right this guy is going to be the one. Um, but for again, with whatever reason, he's just been sort of hot and cold. Uh, you get a goal in the opening day of the season, very good goal that as well. Um, but aye, he played really well in the Hibs game. I thought. Um, apart from that, he's just he's not been. Six. Aye, he's not been like what you'd be all expected. I don't think so far. It's going to take. It's going to take a wee bit of time, maybe with Scott. Um, I think it's definitely there, but I just think it'll take. A wee bit of time um, for the guy to fully become what we expect, and hopefully it can become. But I'm going to give him a six so far, as you say. Fantastic goal against Livingston, and then a good performance uh, against Tibbs. Aye, so I'll give him a six so far, anyway. Aye, I think, I think that's fair, actually. I don't see any sort of other rating for him. I think, I think six. Um, He's been he's he's been better than a five. Like a five for me is what I'm looking at. Right, you've been Listen, completely bog standard, but he's shown a, a bit more than that. Listen, nobody is going to get as low as a rating as Jack Simpson got on this. I'm sorry. We I don't. Doing I, I don't think MD will. No. No, we're not doing MD dirty here. So I. <laughs> um. I so six for him. Glenn Kamara committing his future to the club, obviously. Um, he gets a 10 straight off the board for that. Um, but in terms of what he's done in the park, I mean, he's always reliable. Like You know what you're getting for Glenn Kamara. He's, he's a really top, top player. Big fan of him. Um, for me, Glenn gets an 8 this season. I think he's been, again, just solid. Took the words right out of my mouth there. It's, it's an 8 for me, Glenn Kamara, yet again, solid. And even... Even just doing that signing the contract basically makes him a 10. Um, no, fantastic yet again for Glenn. I'm just so happy he's done that. He's committed himself to the club. Connor Goldson, son, please do it. Just commit yourself. Um, but no, he's been fantastic, mate. No, fantastic. Glenn Kamara, eight. And new arrival then, Juninho Bakuna. Um, I think he only got his debut about three, four games ago. He got his first start, obviously, against um, Sparta Prague away from home. But for what I've seen him so far, I mean, like, it looks like we've found a sort of gem of a player. Like, I just feel that, again, as we keep on going throughout the season, we're going to need a guy like him in terms of you never know who's going to get injured or what. And he's he's that sort of direct replacement for Aribo. Uh, if you need us some sort of different to what he offers, I think he's a similar player to him. So I think Bakuna so far, I've liked what I've saw. But what, what do you think? Uh, so far, I'm going to. I'm, I have to give him a six. Just so far, obviously, we haven't got a full, full, full ninety minutes out of him from start to finish. But as you say, what we've seen from him, definitely a player in there. Definitely could be a, a top player for us going forth. But just to be fair, I'm going to have to give him a six. Just to be fair on everything else that we've rated higher than him personally. No, I, I was thinking in between like a five or a six because obviously, I think he's been good when he has played, but he's mm. just not played enough. 
Like if you see him like 10, 15 minutes at the end of a game, when he started against Sparta Prague, we were all excited to see him. He gets subbed off with an injury. Like maybe being a bit unfortunate with that. But I feel that as we keep on going uh, throughout the season, I think we're going to see some some moments of brilliance for this guy. Like he, de- he definitely looks like a flair player. Um, so hopefully we get the best out of him. Uh, you've got to remember as well, no pre-season. So just to no. get the minutes back in him, hopefully when he does get a full sort of pre-season, things like that in him, we're going to see a top, top player there. But so far, I'm going to give him a six. I think that's pretty fair. Uh, Joe Aribo then. I think this guy has been on top form this season so far. I think maybe a couple of times, a couple of games, he's been like, you're, he's in the position he, he just does too much with the ball or he doesn't back himself enough for the shot. Like, But for me, I think he's been a real shining light and a lot of what we've done this season, I think he has been one of the best players. So for me, I think Aribo gets a nine straight away. I think Aribo has been great and he's played out in the the right hand side um as well when we made him more sort of in the centre centre of the park where Kamara, the two of them have been mainstays. And for for a good reason, I think the two of them have been really good this season so far. And Aribo's I mean he's popped up with goals when you need him, done DOA scores, obviously. So I think Aribo's been great. I think Joe Aribo has been sensational, mate, so far. Sensational Joe's, I like to call him. Um, but no, I'm the same. It's a nine for me. I just think he's been probably our best, for me, our best player so far this season. Um, I mean, what's his pal says? Uh, Rolex has got more than one. Well, Joe Aribo's got more than one skill up his <laughs> sleeve, right? No, I just think Joe's been fantastic so far this season. I think you can instantly tell who's, who's performed so far at the levels we expect. You know, and I think Joe Aribo's definitely done that, man. No, I definitely, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's he just sort of becoming more his own. I feel like, like well, it's his third season at Rangers now. First, first season when he was at Rangers, obviously started off really well, uh, getting goals against Progress and Mitchelland. And I mean, you could see straight away he was going to be a good find. Um, last season, I think, played with injuries at the start of the season, comes back into the team, sort of never looked out of place. Um Aye, top top player. If we'll, we'll be lucky to keep a hold of him. Um, and no, no, don't cuss it like that. I never want to. But he, he's that he's that good. He, he I know he's that good. good. I know he's that good. But I don't want him going nowhere. Honestly, this guy's a joy. Every time I see him in the starting eleven, I think, thank God, I see him in Glen line up. I'm like, yes, even better with Dave over there. I love it. But I don't want that guy to go. No chance. Nah, I'm going nah. him at all cost. Aye, Jory Bo, nine top rating so far. Uh, Stephen Kelly then, a guy, I mean, Honestly. when we started this uh, this season off, we were thinking, right, this guy is going to sort of feature more maybe than we th- he actually has. You get minutes against um, Dunfermline. Yeah. Uh, Alish Kerr, I think he came on as well, maybe if he home and we were sort of depleted. But apart from that, I mean, the Dunfermline game is maybe the biggest sort of opportunity mm. we've had to see him. But even in pre-season before that, I think he looked really good as well. Yeah. Um, so again, another one. I hopefully throughout the season we'll get to see more of him, um, and then maybe even next season he'll break into the first team squad, but um, and sort of be a starter. But you never know. Still young, still promising, um, and hopefully, I we'll get to see more of him. Definitely, listen, Kevin De Bruyne. This guy knows how to whip a ball better than you, son. All right, no, I think he's he looks like a real promising young talent. It's probably one of them that I'm I wouldn't want to. Let him go permanently, but maybe alone. Maybe in January, if he's not going to get the minutes, the competition in the midfield, as we say, is starting to heat up, starting to get intense. It's like a Royal Rumble. Who's going to come out at number 30? We don't know. Um, but no, <laughs> I really do rate him. I'm going to get, I'll give him a six so far. This look when he's come on, he came on that Deferma game. We got to watch him. I thought he looked like a top player, and I would like to see him get some more minutes. I understand Kamara and everyone that's in front of him, but when he does get a chance, I do think he does perform for us, but I'll give him a six, man. That's fair enough. I, I think probably give him a five just just for what he's featured in this season. I've I've liked the look of him, but I just I just want to see more of him. Um, even if it is in the cup or whatever. Look, hopefully throughout the season, I think January could be a, a sign he might go out and loan. Because uh, although Gerard said at the start of the season he wanted to have him training with the quality we have here in the midfield, like he'll probably still want to be playing games as well. Um, so maybe something that will happen in January. Who knows? Um, on to the attackers then. Starting off, Jermaine Defoe hasn't really played this season. Um, right. he's, you've got to take into account what he's doing in the back. 
he's mm. he's I mean I see it in Roof all the time like he seems to be learning for him every single day because uh, he's he, uh, even that one against Tibbs he's the right place right time anticipating the ball and I feel like he's getting better with the coaching of the four. came on I think one game this season Dundee United away obviously wasn't the best day for us um, but I, I don't think you can really rate the four to be honest because he's not really played this season at all no, he's not played this season at all. Just celebrating, what was it, his 50th birthday there? So, <laughs> big up the guy. I do love him. I Honestly, I love Jermaine Defoe. See for the goals he scored last season. Honestly, he'll go, that, they were some of the best goals I've seen, man. He yeah, yeah. Be a forward. And as you're saying, with the coaching, he's going to give our forwards. That's just superb. And his, just I think he's a real leader. He leads by example, man. And in terms of, he just knew when he was needed at the club. And the games that he was going to miss out on just because of maybe the, the quality that we have in terms of Alfredo and Ryan Kent. Um, but no, I'm just going to, do you know what, mate? I'm going to give, I'm going to give Jermaine Defoe a 10 out of 10 so far for his coaching. All right. He's getting nice bad. I'll give him a 10. No, I won't. No, got a bad to say about the guy, to be honest. Like... Not, not one bit, man. I love him. Honestly. He's, a kind of, he's To me, he's the kind of guy. See if you went up to him and you just asked him, do you know what I mean? Nicely. I guarantee you the guy would give you a picture. Honestly, he seems like just a lovely guy, man. Even at that, he just seems like if you were sitting, well, I'm a massive Rangers fan, he just sat and talked to you about Rangers for like, however long. It just seems like a really down-to-earth guy who just loves football, loves the club as well. I mean, he said that many, many times. And hopefully, I know what he said last season, he wanted to finish a, his career off in front of the fans. Hopefully, we do get to see him um, throughout the season at some point, um, even if it is like the latter stage of the season. We never know what's going to happen. Again, we, we we had to call on him last season eh, at times when we needed stuff, goals and that. So, I uh, Jermaine can't really rate him because he's not done eh, in this season. Say like he's played ten minutes, so I uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that with him. The next one, Kemal Roof, Kemal Roof straight off gets an eight for me. Um, I mean, he, he looks a threat every single time he's on the park, getting better and better. I just prefer him through the middle though, but. I like when we play him and Morelos together, but I just feel like Kemar Roof is a striker. Like, where he plays Sakala up front, I think Sakala's a winger. Roof is not a winger. Roof is a centre-forward for me all day long. And I think he scored three, four, five goals this season. So, again, good returning goals. Um, and I, I think Roof's been good this season so far. Well, like a fine mine, he just gets better ways, Jack. Um, nah, the intelligence is a say in the box. And I agree with you, he is, he is a forward that... It's the thing I, I dislike with Gerard sometimes is you players that we know aren't really made for certain positions are playing in them and it's, it's frustrating. Obviously, we know the system we plays. This is a conversation for a different day, but I he's been sensational, fantastic so far this season as, as well, mate. And as you're saying, the return with the goals has been fantastic. I'm going to give him a slightly wee bit nine. I'm going to give him a nine, mate. A wee bit higher than you. I'm giving him a nine. I think he's fantastic, my man. I, I, that's fair. I think, I think he's. Next to Aribo, I think the two of them have been really good this season. Like the Hibs game, game for me itself shows a massive player he is for us. He came on, man, and he gets the goal. Like, you, look at, you, need a goal. you look at the goals he's even popped up with. I mean, first go, uh, game of the season. I mean, he, that one, when we were talking about Jermaine Defoe, that one is the one I was like, right, Aye. he's teaching you well. I mean, he anticipates it perfectly right in front of the goal scores. Two against Infermon, obviously. Um a big penalty he scored against St. Johnson. <clears throat> Can he take that away like, to get us back into the game? Uh, Livingston, I mean, poor first half. Hadji comes on. He's in the right place. Goal sort of gets us going. Um, and then Hibbs as well gets us back into the game. So he's not only just in, like, scoring goals, he's scoring really important goals for us all the time. Like, and he's and always a guy I, you can rely on. That's what I'm saying. That's As we keep talking there, that comes down to... The intelligence, as we're saying, he's probably getting for Jermaine Defoe. And that's what yeah, Defoe yeah. was for us when Defoe came up. He got the goals when we needed the goals. So I've got nothing but, but love for him, as I say, in the background there. I know what my man can do when he's playing well. Um, but my only one negative with Kimar is that shot in Belgium, bro, it's probably never going to happen again. So can you please stop trying to do it? I'm just yeah. telling you. But honestly, it's all love. It's all love. And plus his dogs on Insta. I love them. Come on. Keep keep showing us the videos. I just wonder what happened to the foxes, Jack, that were around his back, mate. No, nah, I know. <laughs> I know I don't see much else from him, but aye. Hopefully we see more from him in the park anyway. Uh, because I he, he's obviously great to watch. 
Um, then the main man, Alfredo Morelos. Again, mm. like, sort of a slower start to the season, maybe. Wasn't back for um, the start of the season due to Colombia and that, which, again, it could be out of his hands. Um, scored against Malmo, obviously. Disappointing night, but overall, he obviously got a goal. Alish Kerr, another big one uh, to see us through the Europa League. Um, was that one? Scoring against Ross County, um, scoring against Livingston, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, and then getting the winner against Hibs. A couple of assists in there as well. So we all know Morelos has changed as a player for the past season anyway. Like you've seen how he was last year, um, and that's sort of the, the forward. I think Gerard's trying to mould him into, and it's working. Um, he's, again, always a threat, always a threat uh, for us going forward. Um, but again, just want to see more in terms of goal scoring for Morelos. Um, he's one off, was it one off the 100? 100, yeah. So, I mean, perfect time to do grab that against Hearts and get us a winner there. Um, but I, what I say, haven't he's been to the club? Um, and again, always always a top player to have in your team. Um, never looks out of place, even against Leon, I felt like he's a guy that can go and play at that level. Um, so, I, I think. Downey's uh, performance, he's only gets a seven. Just don't think he's been seven. as good as his roof this season. But mm. I still think he's obviously he's obviously been good. But just think there's more to come again. Well, the love I have for him is probably a ten. But um, I'm looking at the goals that he has scored, and when it is as I say, when he came back, scoring straight away in the Champions League game when we needed him, scoring key goals as I say, the Hibs game there, and one off it. I think a seven is probably fair because we know how good he, he can be. I would say in terms of so far just on play and things like that, Kimura probably has been better. So I think a seven maybe is a favourite of that. Fair for Alfredo. Yeah. Just from a love for the guy, I'm going to give him an eight, Jack. I'm sorry. I just, it's, it's the boy. It's the boy. Understandable, though. Very understandable. Like, uh, honestly, I love the two of them. I love Kimura and I love Alfredo, but um, I just... The love the guy has, man. The passion straight away after scoring that goal against Tibbs, man. Came out of court. Nah, get off me. Where's the fans? <laughs> I'm the Johnny. Eh? I'm the big boy. That so I love the guy, man. Um, the next one, then Yanis Haji. I mean, I think he gets a nine. I think he's been as good as Aribo this season so far. Um, you've seen how, how poorly we play sometimes without him and when he's not available. Um, and again, I just feel he's been he's been good this season, really good. Um, Chipman with goals, assists. Like, he's always digging in deep. To, he knows what it's all about. Like, just love a guy. I, I think he's a cracking football player. I just wish he's here for forever. To be honest, like, love a guy. Um, for me, he gets a nine. Mm. Well, I mean, if this was on. Obviously, if it was on Lux Jack, this man gets 10 out of 10, but it's not. It's on football and ability. And this man just gets himself a nine, one off of a 10 for me. Uh, nah, top quality, mate. As I say, back him all the time. Backed him, as I say, last season when people were maybe having a go at him for un- unnecessary reasons, in my opinion. He was checking around the goals and assists. And this season, man, he's just doing the business. He's honestly top player, top, top football player. And that goal, as we say, scoring international. To do that, yeah, Champions League winning defender. I don't know if. Rudgard was in the World Cup winning team, but to do that, you're a top-notch team anyway. Just shows you the quality we've got there. And as I say, big, big dollar bills come with players like that. So that's all I'm saying. No, I I can't speak highly enough for the guy. I mean, he, he might not have the numbers to maybe mm. match. He's only scored one goal in the league, but just looking through his performances this season, I mean, he's he's been sensational for me. But the, the thing that annoys me about Hadji at times is he been... See when he plays bad, like, I mean, I think he's like the worst player in the park. <laughs> like that, that's maybe something to look at. But um, I don't think he's really had a, a sort of horrible game this year. The thing that I do look at him is is, that, is something like that. The Fernand game, as I say, man, you could see that he was he just wanted the ball, he wanted to do stuff, he was wanting to get on it. And as you say, probably you, he knows when he's as you said to me after that game, like. You know when he's had a bad game and he'll probably come out and he'll admit it. But when you know when he's had a good game, you know. So I just think he's a top player, man. Top, top guy. And as I say, man, you'd be stupid not to market him on with everything. I'm telling you. <laughs> all the kids. You understand? Um, We're going to make fans look that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A lot of love for him. But um, 
the next one, you said there wasn't going to be any lower than a three. Brandon Barker. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, he's, I mean, he's not played this season. Like, again, you can't rate him. He's not done anything this season, so we'll leave it at that. Another one then, similar to maybe Tavernier. But when he's been out of the team, with like, injury, like, you maybe notice it a lot more. It's Ryan Kent. Uh, got injured, obviously, against Leon. He's been holding on to an injury for a while. Uh, played through a, a, a pain barrier to start the old firm game and that. So, I mean, a lot of respect to the guy. We've talked about that on the podcast pretty often. But down to his performances this season, no goals. Um, not really looked like the Kent. Again, we all know and love that consistency is maybe a bit still a bit of a problem. Um, but what's your thoughts? Um, just as I say, we, we've talked about it before, but I've got a lot of admiration and respect for the guy if he's been playing through an injury. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to be a mystic mark here. I'm going to predict it. This guy comes back, he's going to tear it up. I'm telling you, I've got a funny feeling in my stomach. This guy fully rested, recovered, ready to go. We're going to get a 10 out of 10, Ryan Kent. I'm hoping, fingers crossed. But so far, as we're saying, probably not the best. But I think if he's just been playing through an injury, man, I've got to take my hat off to him. As I say, majority of players probably are. But I'm just, honestly, I'm hopeful Ryan Kent when he comes back after his injury. Same with Hollander, that they both come back and it's 10 out of 10 performances. Um, but especially him and how important and crucial he has been for his time up here. I think it's that would be massive if he comes back and just performs. <laughs> Nah, and I hope he does. And he's the type of player to do that. Like he just comes straight back in and the team starts lighting up. And then maybe after five games drops off again and then comes back. Like, he's so weird with that consistency and he's been the I same all the time he's been in Angels. I told you what you tell him. You tell him you're playing Celic all the time and the boy turns up, man. I mean he was oh. unlucky, to be fair, in the old firm game he didn't get a, himself a goal, hit the post. Right. Maybe the best he's sort of played this year and in that old firm game but for me I just don't think for when he's played he's been as good as he we all know he can be like he's maybe one of the most technically gifted players at the club and we we need to see the best of him so I think he gets a five so far this season anyway I'd say so I'd just say lay off the Doritos lay off the crisps that's all I'd say why are you I posting me crisps no I know <laughs> oh, he's, he's he's a weirdo absolute weirdo yeah guy but aye. love him love him man Hopefully he is back after this international break. It'd be a good boost again for us um, if he's back involved. So we'll wait and see. But I think a five is a bit fair for Kent so far. And finishing off then, Fashion Sakala, another new arrival. Um, again, injury-stricken sort of start to the season from. Gets his first goal uh, against Motherwell. And again, he's looked bright. Sort of every single time I've seen him, always try to take men on, always try to... Uh, do something uh, going forward so again as we said just we want to see more of him for a starting perspective obviously want to see him get more goals as well so hopefully that'll come hopefully um, as I say to me he's 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 pace man that's the first thing that stands out for me is he's paced he is rapid honestly I wouldn't like to race him to the chippy I tell you something (laughs) Uh, I just think he's a wide player as we're saying with Kimar as well Definitely a forward, he's definitely a wide player. Um, so far, I've, I've enjoyed seeing him as I said, first goal against Real Madrid and then getting the Motherwell one as well. I count the Real Madrid one, I'm telling you, I'm counting it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, so far, for this thing, what I've seen him, I'll give him a six. I think a six fair man, to be honest with you. I don't, as I say, we, we need to see him start more for me. Um, as, as everyone was saying, it was as good as it and heartwarming the interview was that he did, and it was really. It made you just appreciate, I think, me especially. It made me appreciate my life, appreciate people in it, the, his journey, his story to get to where he is. No no substitution for hard work, son. So I've got a lot of love and respect for him. I'm just hoping we can get, get more minutes and give us 10 out of 10 performances. Hopefully there's more great nights with young fashion Sakara. And he's, again, totally different to what we, we have to offer. If Gerald is going to see him as a striker, like he's just got that raw pace that Gerald started him and... Europe for that reason, like hit, hit teams in the counter attack, perfect for that sort of situation. I think he might start the majority of the away games in in Europe for however long we stay in the competition. But I think yeah, he's definitely something there. Um, 
And I, I just don't want to see the fans get on his back for not scoring straight away. Like, it doesn't just happen straight away. It takes time. Like with Lundstrom, I feel like he's going to, again, be the level of Lundstrom eventually. What you said there, that's his journey. It took time. It, it takes time with players, man. You can't just expect performances to come straight away. Lundstrom, as you said, shining example. Wasn't the best. It takes players time to develop into the, the structure that they're in, the, the environment, everything. So, as I say, I expect nothing but, but positive going forth for a lot of these players. And obviously, it's a shame that we haven't been able to see the other midfielder that we signed, obviously, with the heart condition. No. I, think that, I forgot his name at the top of my head, but hopefully he can start to come into the team maybe a bit more. That, that'd be nice to see him play. No, again, another one, hopefully, with time, we'll be able to see him because I don't want this guy just to obviously not be able to play football with the condition he's got. So hopefully everyone's all, all right with him. Um, I would like to see more sort of dialogue for, for Gerard in his press conferences and that about the injured players. Like we don't hear the situation with Ryan Jack, Namdi Offerboer, like Kent was even up with him. Like we don't really hear much for, for the club about it. Something that I, I, I'm thinking on, I would hope would be, be happening maybe with that lad is... Maybe somebody like Conor Goldson who has had issues with his heart, maybe sort of keeping up to date with him and talking with him. I just think Conor Goldson's a great, a great. I think he's really the captain, to be honest with you. I know people going about Tavenier, but man's vocal for the first minute to the last minute for me. And that's crucial. That's a captain. That's a leader for me. So I, that's why I'm just so like, sign the contract, bro. What's, what's the issue? He's You're like, locking him in with him. Until he's, he's, sing. he's been here like, what, nearly four years, going on to if he stays to. People are speculating he might go in January, which that's worst case scenario. But then people are thinking, right, maybe the Champions League is more valuable than him because we're going to get the amount of money for going into it. So maybe we can let him go in a free at the end of the year. But sign the contract, man. Like I know you want to go and experience, try to get into the England squad and all that. Like he's he's well within his rights to go and do that. But okay. I mean. He's just been keep him here for the rest of his career. I feel like if he stays here for what until he's about mid 30s or that, and what six, seven years out of him, like he goes down as a legend of the club. Like, you surely there'll be dialogue about that as well. Like, if you stay, you're going to be a legend. Like, there's going to be a lot to think about. That's the, the problem nowadays. Is do not mean all footballers see is oh, well, if you play in the Premier League, and even if you play for a bang average team. You've got a chance of getting in the England squad. I just think it's really unfair on players like him, Tavenier. Look, you're looking at everyone else. They must look at everyone else when they're away in international duty and be like, mm. that would be awful. Do you know what I mean? But he's been, as I say, playing with Brighton. He's been in the Premier League. He's done that. Like, stay up here. You, you're a part of something. You're a part of something very special. You get European football as something that they can't guarantee in the Premier League. And it's going to be even more difficult now with what's happened with Newcastle. So. I just really want the guy to stay. As I say he's a leader, all right. Maybe concentration level sometimes get thrown out the book. He's got a slip in him, but I think he's for what he's he's performed for as we say last season. And even when we're looking for a centre half this season, he's still the first guy in the team sheet. And you can see why Gerard constantly picks him. So sign the goddamn contract, son. You ain't going nowhere. I don't. I know. Uh, but rating rating Sakala then. We'll just go back to that before we finish. Sakala for me. <laughs> Again, I think he gets a six sort of straight off. He's been he's been good in, in flashes, but I think again he's he's been poor at times he's as well. Good. But he just I needs just game time, more games. I and I guess and I wouldn't be shocked. I'm telling you right now, I've got a funny feeling. Ryan Jacko, the return of the Jack, might be on the bench for the Hearts game. I've got a funny feeling he might just make the bench for the Hearts game. I mean, that'd Honestly, be massive. I'm seeing him posting on the story about nothing feeling better. Wait till you're in front of a full capacity Ibrox. He knows there ain't a better feeling than that. So, no. Get guys like Jacko tying them down and telling them, yo, Connor, you ain't going nowhere. Never mind the Premier League. It's all about money now, son. Premier League's done. It's gone. It's no real football anymore. Come on. I know. I know, but we'll just wait and see. But that's sort of the ratings. It was quite hard to pick a few of them. A lot sort of just above average, maybe a few below, but. it is what it is. Hopefully, when we're doing this at the end of the season, have these on tens. Like no matter what happens in the, the year, hopefully we just win the league. Hopefully we get some cups in there. Turn it, Simpson, turn it around no. in Europe. Six at the end of the season. If, if we if we win the league this year, Jack Simpson gets a ten. I don't even care. Like he gets a ten. 
So we'll right. just need to wait and see what happens. It's a lot more difficult this this season. Um, for I don't know what reason. Uh, we'll just not really hit the heights that we know we can. But hopefully it's starting to turn uh, in our favour. And hopefully against Hearts, as we said, we spoke about. Um, we get another three points. Um, so I think that's really all all I had to talk about today. If there was anything else you'd like to say. Um, there's always something I like to say at the end of it, Jack. You know that. Uh, no, I just really want to big up my guy Gary Stewart, whatever he's doing. <laughs> big up the guy Stewart. Yeah, I know. You know can he go past an episode without mentioning no, There is something I wanted to say. It was bigging up somebody else that hopefully comes back in the door in January, got his first goal. My man, Nico Katic. Nah, I Katic. Love him. I seen the emotion after he scored that goal and I thought, let's get you back at Ibrox, son, where, you're, where you belong. Honestly, let's get you back. Definitely. Get him back, send Simpson out. MLS teams can take him. Do you know what I'm thinking? Did we rate Borna Barisic? No, I forgot all about <laughs> Did we rate Barisic? I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'd, give, listen, I'd give Barisic a seven. For the games he's come in, I'd give him a seven. You're giving Barisic a seven? I'll give Barisic a seven, I. You? <laughs> uh, me. <laughs> you, of all people, are giving Barisic a seven? Yes. I was going I'll to give Barisic a six. I'll give him a seven. I think seven. He's, when he's came in, he performed well in that old firm game for me. And when he has played, I think he's been, he's been decent defensively. Needs to stop letting the man have the ball and somebody's behind him. Like as I said, Dave called him out in the European game, uh, Leon game a bit. But he just gives a guy too much time. Get straight in, make a tackle, get aggressive with a guy, get in his face. But I'll give him a seven. I nearly forgot about that one there, but um, I. I think in between that sort of... Uh, Let's be honest, that's somebody, that's somebody probably, maybe not in January, but in the summer times probably, it looks like it's probably maybe his, his calling card to be going, to be honest. I know. So, again, we'll wait and see, but there is always something we had to add at the end, so that was that. If you did enjoy, as always, if you'd like, subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and share about if you're listening to anybody else. Um, that'd be much appreciated. But we'll be back um, next week um, with our uh, thoughts on the Hearts game and other nails coming up. So we'll see you then.